Jill And here's some tea we're about to spill About what life is like being 20 Some things It's 20 Oh my gosh, hello Hello. Who is this other woman? Oh right my in front of god. Me? It's been so long, I don't know what you look like anymore. Come on, <laughs> dude. Pero yeah, it has actually been so long. I think, how many months has it been? When, when, when did we last record? June. June. So it's like seven, seven months. months. Crazy. Yeah, and then that was when we were like, you know what? Now we're back for good. <gasps> oh, that's. <laughs> it's Jillian's fault. It's really my fault. <laughs> But, okay, so should I spoil them? about? Yeah, my spoil okay. them. So currently, I'm unemployed. So Jillian is now more free. Yes. It, was, it wasn't Jillian's fault, technically. It was the, the burnout. Oh, oh, what a nice segue. I love yeah. it. Okay. So I think we'll just jump right into it. Or do you want to talk about anything else? It feels like a whole new season it of does. our lives. But we, we, We're but we have to stop few... doing yeah, we have yeah. to stop doing new seasons. So because, hello to yeah. our old listeners. I know a lot of you guys missed us. Wow. wow. Shout out batayo. But I don't if I miss someone's name. Yun nga, wag na lang. Let's not walk into the trap. Yes, but we love you all. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So okay. anyways, for today's episode. Woo. We're doing an interesting topic, a topic that I feel like a lot of people have been experiencing, especially during the pandemic, and it is burnout. Yeah, but wait, we made, we made a catchier name. Yeah, burning passion to burnout. Oh, oh pero mm. I think it's better. I think, Alec, spoiler alert again, the way the conversation is going to go, it's more of burning passion versus burnout. That's true. That's right, true. Right. But for for the title's sake, lang, for it to look catchier. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's burning means. passion to burn out. Yeah. Where did it go wrong? Ah, that's true. Okay, so why don't we <laughs> recap first before we start the conversation? So, seven months ago. And um, one episode ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this, is so, this will forever be a running joke, no? no parang, oh my gosh. So, Steph, why don't we like recap the listeners where we were at seven months ago before recording this today? Seven months ago, mm. I was going from a canceled startup wow. to a startup co-founder. Wow! That was such a story. Oh yeah, I forgot that you told the entire story of that. Nga. Yeah, and mm. it was such a serendipitous encounter. Do yeah. we shout out your ano, um, your your co-founding business? Yes. Furry Spaces. Follow us, guys. Yes. <laughs> and ano, I remember for your... Was it your birthday? Yes, for your birthday, there is a special shout out from... Kelsey, right? Yes, yes, my yes. partner. So you Hi, guys Kelsey. can, so you guys can have a quick, so you guys can read a quick snapshot of how the two of you came together. She explained, right? That parang you go, you guys were scared, um, because you were both strangers on the internet. It was like yeah. took a chance on each other. Yeah, mm. thank God neither of us were serial killers. That's true. That's true. I mean, every time people are like, "What? You you just meet?" Oh, because um, the other day I was talking to my clients about um my bumble stories yeah i'm mm. yeah i'm that close to my clients and then i uh, know one of my clients were, was like you would just meet strangers on the internet and i'm like that's the day and age we're well, in right now yeah mm. when you say it that way it's weird but i just really think that there's a lot you can say about the person um seeing their social media seeing the way they talk seeing the way they present themselves and I choose to follow my gut and so far my gut has led me to the best relationships I've had. Mm. For me, uh, like mm-hmm. the strangers I've met on the internet, they've turned out to be good people, great friends, Amazing. and even better mentors sometimes. Wow. Which Julian will meet later, one of them. Oh yeah! Uh-uh. Does he listen to our podcast? He better. Shout out to David. You Hi, better David. be listening. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, that, yeah, mm-hmm. that was me. Mm-hmm. How about you? Where so, where did we last leave you off? So we last left me on a new promotion Ooh. at uh, my work, and then uh, I was also a or I was supposed to become a new manager. So it was going to be my first time um, being responsible for a teammate of my own. Mm. Yeah, grabby. We left that such a ano pala, no big at shift. Just like a sh- big giant shift big, in our lives, yeah, yeah. that's true. And, and then now we're at another big <laughs> shift in our lives. Exactly. Why don't you start first with you? Okay. Um, 
well, by the grace of God and maybe a bit of luck, I really think business is blooming, you know? Like, we're getting clients left and right mm. and we're getting inquiries left and right from personal contacts to literal strangers. And and I've seen a lot of your work and all of them are gorgeous. Yes, thank you. Mm. Thank you so much. And other than that, like, the spaces that are currently coming in are getting bigger. Like, um, mm. our projects last year were mostly... Um, Condos, condos like studio units but now we got a loft condo now we might might get um a three-story wow. renovation yeah so it's just great because like everything's becoming bigger mm. literally and figuratively and i really think me and kelsey have grown into each other developed this system for ourselves um learning to work together you know and i just feel really great um and hopeful with what's to come Oh, proud yeah. of you guys. Mm-mm. Sounds amazing. Thank you. Aww. How about you? So, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> I already know. said this at the beginning, but yeah, yeah, currently a girl is unemployed. I just had my last day um, a week ago, last Friday. Okay, I don't know when Thursday. they're going to Thursday. You're right. On the 24th, Feb 24th was my yeah. last day. So yeah, I'm now a unemployed woman. With my own, I uh, know, handing my own time, which is why I she's commit. a free woman. Dovi is free. Okay, wait, it sounds bad that way, but like, well, that's how it feels. That's you can't true. Help it. Yeah, that's true. So at least now I have more time for mm-hmm. other, you know, hobbies and passions like twenty. And I guess the reason why we wanted to talk about like us seven months ago and us mm-hmm. now is that. It's always interesting with me and Steph, and I think you mentioned this in the last episode, um, why you think that uh, the podcast is so great is because we're very different in terms yeah. of... I mean, we're the same in terms of personality, but like in our life stages, we're usually at very different points, career-wise. Mm. Are you going to say love life? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> thanks for reminding I'm no. single. <laughs> thanks for reminding the audience I'm single, but yeah, slide into my D. <laughs> yeah. No, I Stephanie Siap. <laughs> Stephanie Siap. Yeah. I think I know. I think most of our listeners are girls. So girls reto me. Yes. Go. Steph- that's true. Go yeah. guys. But that's true. Okay, and they go to my boyfriend and they wow. But yeah, that's true. Like, we're always at different points in our lives. Mm -mm. And I think it's nice that we still have similar values through it all. That's true. Like, we go through so so many different things. But we come back to each other. (gasps) To 20. That's true. Our Our core. Yeah. Yeah. Are we just gonna go? Okay, okay. She Uh took her hand off of mine. I was like, are we gonna hold hands? No, no, it's okay. (laughs) You guys can have each of my hands, it's fine. I have two hands. So yeah, the left and the right. <laughs> Anyways, it's fun because um outside of 20, we were talking about how isn't it interesting? Like uh seven months ago I was in a stable work environment and you were the one shifting yeah, from like trying a, this new thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. So in a way major unstable. Very unsure. Uh-uh. And then now We've come to a point where you are the one with the more stable job, a uh, sure career, and then I'm the one who just left mine and now is in a place of ano, uh, not naman instability, pero para more of in the unknown na. Like, mm. medyo tenga. Yeah. So, interesting lang na parang... Limbo. Yeah. Limbo, yeah. So, cool lang for us na parang we've, we always um, are at different points. So, we have a lot to share and talk about and think about. So, f- because of that, um, I guess, alluding to today's topic, uh, the reason, well, one of the reasons why I decided to leave my previous work is because of this concept called mm. burnout. So, you know, yeah. What's burnout? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> nice transition. Well, you know, in typical 20 fashion, we always have to parang have an explanation about today's topic first, just so that yeah. everyone's on the same page. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... If we want to be technical about it, um, the World Health Organization defines burnout as an occupational syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. And there were even statistics that said that parang around one-fourth of the U.S. workforce have said that they either feel burnout very often or always. So I think it's like, I'm not sure if it was aggravated by um, the boom of 
um what do you call that pandemic no 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 resignations no 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 Not commercialism, capitalism. With the boom Uh-oh. of capitalism, I'm not sure if parang that was that w- that is what aggravated it or parang um, the digital age. Where there's so many choices right now. And then Adam Grant, my favorite organizational psych, is he a psychologist? Yes, mm-hmm. said that at the core of it, burnout is basically emotional exhaustion. So uh, a lot of people would describe it as feeling so depleted and drained that they don't have anything left to give to their job. And sometimes it's going to even spill over to your own personal life. So, of course, it'll eventually affect job performance because we less we get less things done because we make more dis- mistakes due to our constant um, feeling of exhaustion. And interestingly enough, Ooh. wow, so many interesting facts. Yeah. Um, even though it's not considered as a legit medical condition, uh, the World Health Organization, sometimes I feel weird saying who, eh? Because that's their acronym, eh? WHO. Don't you just say WHO? Really? Oh my god! You say WHO? No, I just say World Health Organization. But I'm like, every time I say it, it's so. Don't long. people say WHO? I don't know. Oh my god. Comment in the polls below. Um, the WHO notes that it is linked to a lot of other mental conditions like depression and anxiety. And this is the interesting part for me is that it can even influence your physical health. So a lot of people or those that I've listened to talk about burnout have mentioned that they've exp- uh, that experiencing acute stress has eventually manifested itself physically. Mm. So for example, uh, we talked about it. Sorry, we talked about a lot about things outside of the yeah. podcast that I just <laughs> we usually just reiterate. Mm. But if you guys are familiar with Good Mythical Morning, there um two uh 40-year-old guys who just like make random videos, well, fun random videos on the internet. They also have a podcast called Ear Biscuits. And I I am normally a listener of theirs. And then they had one episode where Rhett, uh, one of the guys, was talking about, he because he's an Enneagram 3 or an achiever, which mm-hmm. is a fun concept, Um, he's, he's the type to always look forward to the next thing work-wise mm. or parang even like parang project-wise. He lives in the future. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he, um, so essentially, since he keeps um, taking on um, more work, more more projects, etc., sure, that will accumulate into like stress, right? But mm-hmm. the thing with him, kasi, is he's not good at managing his own stress. So knowing that, there's there was this one time where he mentioned in the podcast that he just started suddenly feeling like he couldn't see anymore, which was ah. of course very parang scary, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a genetic condition; just it just came out of nowhere, and then when. He was talking about it to medical professionals and then eventually his therapist, they found out that um, because he was not able to manage his stress well, it manifested into a physical condition wherein, I forgot if it was a nerve or a, a, uh, I was supposed to say a ball sack, but oh no, <laughs> something in his eye started accumulating liquid, um, yeah. which impaired a lot of his vision. So it's scary lang na if you're not able to manage your stress well, it not only harms you, Mentally, mentally but can also manifest itself it's physically, physically. Mm-hmm. so i just wanted to pre not to scare people <laughs> listening but like if you feel like um you're coming to a point where uh stress isn't as manageable now or you feel like you're getting towards um burnout then i think it's better to check in with yourself you know yeah. sense check lang how you're doing yeah mental health is important That's guys true. yeah that is especially now Mm-mm. you know and you know things can get expensive in terms of hospital bills you know therapy bill so better na ano what's that what what do people say um prevention versus prevention is better than cure yes mm-hmm. it rhymes eh. prevention is better than intervention is that right now i don't know <laughs> <laughs> comment again <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Steph, are we losing brain cells since the seven months that we've been apart well i wouldn't say brain cells but maybe <laughs> Our togetherness, our That's twinness true. is getting they, lost. But so you guys get the point. Yeah. yeah. So what led you to feeling burnt out? Good question, Steph. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll go to the very beginning. Um, at the very start of it all, sure, mm-hmm. we all recognize signs of stress, naman, right? But um, I guess 
at some point when I knew that I was getting to the point of burning out, I didn't want to recognize it as such. Largely because I felt guilty and ungrateful. Because, you know, naman, like a lot of people right now um, are stressed. Everyone's just as tired as you. Even sometimes people are even more tired than you. So I always found a way to justify my tiredness as something that was okay and that I didn't have to handle and that I oh could just like God. push through it. You know, the typical yeah. ano, self-invalidation. Yeah. <laughs> but ano, we move past that girl. Yes, yes. girl. <laughs> Queen. What are the trigger words ngayon? Yes, mom. Shut up. Just, I don't know. What? I don't know. Like so many, there's so much slang na ngayon by the Gen Z. Oh my God, ano. meron ngayon. I just heard recently, mm. eh, Shabu. Oh yeah, I know that. Salamat Jesus. 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 At Biernes. Uli. Salamat Jesus at Bernes uli. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. And then we letter by letter. Oh, what was it again? It's TGIF, but in Tagalog. Yes. Yeah. Shabu. At first I was like, people want to do Shabu. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> or is it Shabu Shabu? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you went for the food and I yeah. went for the, I know. Oops. Oops. Yes. Our true colors are coming out. Yeah. But yeah, ayun. And then, um, I guess it came to a point that even during weekends and holidays, um, I'd still consider doing light work. I mean, napunta na doon yung mindset ko na parang, mm-hmm. oh, I have to keep hustling, I have to keep grinding. You know, even if it was holidays or weekends, parang, I think I should still work a bit. Um, and at the times where I this I decide not to, I'd feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. And it came to a point where I would experience what people would call the Sunday blues. I didn't even know it was a thing. But basically, every Sunday, I would notice because Monday was going to come na, um, I'd, feel, I'd feel extremely anxious during Sundays. As in, I would have... Um, it feels like weird saying this in the internet. But pa- internet? Uh, podcast? In the podcast. But... Basically, I would have like breakdowns during Sundays. It would always be Sundays because I would always feel Monday coming. Mm. Um, and there was even a point that a friend recommended to me a specific podcast that would just help you manage your Sunday blues. <laughs> Parang, how I coped with it is because I knew that I felt anxious during Sundays because of the impending workload that I foresaw in the coming work week. I would work Sundays just to feel like I did a bit of pre-work like I shaved some of my of the things that I was supposed to do next week mm-hmm. and that would help alleviate some of my anxiety. But here is where the cat uh, uh the catch. Tama ba yun? Is that the right I don't know what you're gonna say, <laughs> so I don't know if it's the right word. <laughs> but, um I guess this is where it all goes downhill for me. Like mm-hmm. I was telling Steph and I felt I reached a point where it was a very vicious cycle for me. Yeah. So diba? Sunday, I feel anxious. So, to alleviate anxiety, I'm just gonna do a little bit of work. Just a tiny, tiny bit. Un petit peu. And then, come Monday, the actual work week. Because instead of using Sunday to recharge, you know, do the things that are, that fulfill me outside of work, the entire week, I feel mentally and physically exhausted. And then, I'd notice na I'd be less productive during the work week. And wasn't able to parang, produce as uh, much output or even quality output. So I would offset that yeah. by working more during the weekend. Yes. So I'm exhausted. So imagine why I'm working during the weekend again. So the next week, I'm just as exhausted. So it's just like a vicious loop. Na parang, essentially, mm-hmm. I was just working the entire time, not doing anything else. Like I wouldn't reply to you. And to everyone else listening to this. <laughs> I'm sure everybody, <laughs> everybody has the same set of events. I don't reply yeah. to anyone. And then people are like, oh, what a Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a, not air sign, you know, just a Gemini. I think air signs in general, mm. but I reply. That's true. You yeah, are a very good replier. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Not to other people, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to me at least. Yeah. 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 Or but, maybe you just mm. feel that because you don't chat as much. So everyone's a good replier for you. <laughs> That's a good Right? Yeah. So is anyone really a good replier? Oh, oh. All of these ano, no, uh, philosophical questions, I only have ano, brain space for one. And that's burnout. But yeah, that's basically parang in a nutshell what happened to me. So just the constant work and no rest made me eventually feel burnt out. Yes. Yeah. But Steph, have you ever experienced whatever, like what I've just talked about? 
Definitely, 100%. Mm. And it was with my last corporate job, actually. Mm. Like, tell us about it. Like, at first, in the, ano kasi, like, I'm an architect, just so. Um, the new viewers. Wow, oh, wait, new? New? What? Stagal natin mag upload, tasagasik ng bago. New listeners. <laughs> so, we've come back better and, ano, mas kupal na rin. <laughs> I'm an architect and the thing is um, if you know anyone in our industry it's it's that overtime is always glorified it's the norm mm. it's when if you don't overtime people are like you are letting the team down mm. you are letting the company down mm-hmm. and so when I started working in corporate like I didn't really mind the overtime because it was normal it was even weird if you went out early you mm-hmm. know and at that time I didn't mind it was my first job it was the only thing I knew. I didn't know there was a world out there, you know. And I like my friends at work, you know. Everything was fine. It was all balanced out. Yeah, it was stressful. But I'm overtiming with my friends. Mm-hmm. But it came to a point that... Were you paid for your overtime? Oh, yeah, naman. Ah, okay, okay. And I get good. free dinner. Oh, yeah. sa amin, OTY lang siya. Oh. Yeah, I know. Eh, anyways, you were saying. Um, and whenever I overtime naman, I was always overtiming with my friends. But then I realized na oh my friends are my work friends. What about my other friends? I no longer have any time outside of work. Like everything is just work. And then my friends started quitting and now I'm like what am I here for again? I'm not growing. I'm not learning anything new. I'm doing the same old thing. And it came to a point of realization that this wasn't healthy anymore, you know? That's a problem. You think this is normal. You think everyone's going through this. Mm. But there's a big world outside, mm. Steph. And um, yeah, so that's what happened. I quit and it was, for me, the best decision <gasps> of my life. And look at you now with look four spaces. Happier than ever. Well, I think how I see it. I think I said this is the last episode. I know memories are all coming back. Yeah. I think I said, Gana, I've never seen you as happy as you are oh my god mm, true true oh i also get this a lot from my other friends mm. that i'm always happy i'm always glowing and that's why they're also inspired to be a quote-unquote freelancer mm. start their own business because they see the happiness in my face that Mm-mm. i have freedom over my time and honestly like bluntly speaking i am making more than kasi <laughs> Yes, but, yeah. but more of coins. Yes, but more of the free time really is mm-hmm. what I like about this new stage in my life. Yeah. So how do you feel being in Furi? Because I, uh-uh. I mean, I know I see you, naman, um, always tired. I mean, I mean, of course, you know, like you have a lot of projects. So, sure, I see you hustling, parin. But, um, I guess, how would you explain the the joy that comes beyond you know the stress that comes. Mm-hmm with what you're doing right now in Fury. So I guess this is where the burning passion wow. of our title comes in. Mm. And I really want to make a GIF with your face and then, do you say GIF or GIF? GIF. Good. It's GIF, guys. Those weirdos who says, who, who pronounces my name as Gillian? It's Jillian. <laughs> you know, my sister made the funny joke. I, I think it was a meme before, uh-uh. but people said before that the J in Donald J. Trump stands for genius. <laughs> oh, that was a pity laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so obvious. <laughs> really? I laughed so hard when she told me about that joke. Anyways, we shall move Maybe on. Maybe it would be funny if Moy said it. Oh, that's true. No so offense I, to you. It's okay. Secondhand jokes rarely make it. That's but true. the person oh, who delivers God. it, the right? It's the delivery because most oh, of the time. That's eh. why I can never be a stand up comedian. Talaga. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, you were saying. What were we saying? What was I saying? Genius. Burning passion, the GIF. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wanted to put. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh go. yeah, let's make content. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, the burning passion of it all. I remember, cause um, remember when there would be quotes that circulated. Na, oh, if you love what you do, mm. you'll never have to work a day in your life. And then after that was, you know what? That's not true. You're always working. So you know, it doesn't matter if you love what you do. It's still work. Mm. But then I think I've come to like the trilogy. I mean, for me, it's a trilogy of sorts that it's great doing what you love mm-hmm. and it's okay to suffer for it. Mm-hmm. And just because you suffer for it doesn't mean it's not something you can love. Ooh. It's my take on burning passion. Mm-hmm. So for me right now, 
in my work, of course, there are still times I feel stressed about it. Mm. But it's no longer the stress that's really, really bad that, you know, I don't want to... You know the stress that makes you just not want to do anything? Mm-hmm. Yes, that paralyzes yeah, you. Yeah, paralyzing, mm-hmm. yeah. Now it's the stress that makes me, okay, this is a stressful situation. What can I do to get out of it? Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized that there are two types of stress. You stress and distress. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the difference between burning passion and burning out is that you're feeling you stress instead of distress. Mm. Because I feel so uncomfortable, honestly. Like, these days, I've been feeling so uncomfortable. It's the type of uncomfortability that comes from growth. Mm-hmm. Not, not you know, um, uncertainty. And that's when you can distinguish that this is burning passion versus burning out. That's how I feel about it. And I'm glad na I found this job that makes me really grateful as to where I am, mm-hmm. but still keeps me hopeful for the next thing. Because I think it has to be a balance of that. Eh? Mm-hmm. A balance of being really happy in the now, but really hopeful in the future. Because nice. if you're just focusing on the now, mm. you're never going to get anywhere. But if you just keep on focusing in the future, you'll always be disappointed in the now. Mm-hmm. But I think you and most of my friends can attest that I am really enjoying, I am really happy mm. in my current now. But the thing about burning passion is you have to make sure it's mm-hmm. burning. Mm. It's still burning. You have to feed fire into it. And that for me Kindle. is the hope in the future. Like, mm. where will we go from here? That is the additional, what do you put in the fire? Kindle. To make it, oh, the Kindle. I'm sorry because Kindle in my mind is like yeah, the, the book, yeah, book. Yeah. Oh my God, it's oh, a no. Kindle. Now I'm now I'm confused. Yeah, like the sticks. Yeah. Yeah, kind- kindling, right? I'm not sure anymore. Mm. The pandemic has made us low in vocabulary. I know, right? Right. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. someone's gonna like correct us if it if I did say the wrong word. But yeah. you know, moving on. Because a lot of people think na oh passion's not gonna last. It's definitely not gonna last. So you have to take care of it. And uh, taking care of it is just being happy in the day to day, maintaining the fire. To keep you warm. I think I went too deep with the analogy. But as long as you get me, yeah, it's I do. fine. Yeah. I do. So suffering is fine. Mm-mm. Actually, that's what passion means, diba? Mm-hmm. Like, suffering. Kaya nga, the passion of Christ. Oh. Alam mo yun, diba? Like, it's, yeah. it's suffering. But the question you have to ask yourself is not whether or not you want to suffer. Because in all things, you're always gonna suffer. Mm. The question you have to ask yourself is, what are you willing to suffer for? Ooh. And I think if you found a person, person, wow, person, ah! Kelsey. <laughs> I mean, I think if you found an answer to that uh-uh. in a career or in a person, uh-uh. you know, that's the thing you're meant to do. Oh, that's nice. I mean, a job, not the person. Wait, <laughs> you dug yourself that hole. I wasn't even thinking. Do you want me to cut that, ba? Let's see, na lang. Okay. <laughs> This in <laughs> dirty, dirty step. <laughs> so now that I've defined mm-hmm. my own definition of burning out versus burning passion, Mm-mm. have you ever felt the burning passion? Because you know we we're gonna talk about the burnout, but have you ever felt that? I guess uh, no. Um, I guess it's unfortunate that I haven't. Um. Sure, I felt burning passion in other aspects of my life, <laughs> but not not in the setting of work. Um, I think because I've always had the mindset lang of like work is just gonna finance me, and then I'll eventually land somewhere where I feel like mm. oh the passion is there now, you know. Yes. Um, but in hindsight, because when I think about the cause of my burnout, and I think parang. I guess we've we've always felt that it's just a select people who've or like a select lucky few who've always found um what they're passionate with and have translated that into work. And then everyone else is just like, you know, just yeah. like find whatever's stable. So para everyone else is just looking for work that will provide them stability. Mm. So I've always had that mindset, honestly, now that I think about it. Parang Lucky na lang ako if I find if I land somewhere that oh I'm passionate about. Pero parang I'm okay. No work is just to finance mm. you. Like work is not what gives you yeah. purpose. But then that okay, kasi parang but then yeah be- because okay sorry na na inspired ako sa mo because like the thing about it is if that's the mindset you have with work, it's because you have that to finance the other joys of your life, the other yeah. 
like things that you're actually interested in mm-hmm. right outside of work but unfortunately as i've mentioned because um i had this mindset wherein i felt like i constantly had to churn out output mm-hmm. where i constantly felt guilty for not working um i've forgotten to do things outside of work that fulfills me na. and but personally i feel like it has a lot to do with the hustle culture that mm-hmm. everyone's um not pushing for pero parang you see everyone it's the reality eh. yeah oh, it's it, the norm eh. exactly it's the trend oh, oh yeah that's true Ooh, we outliers i love it <laughs> but you remember the concept of uh, the terminology of the girl boss Mm-mm. the problem with it is okay so the hustlers are a thing right the girl boss are a thing but you also see that type of lifestyle be rewarded right with the beautiful houses that they have the gorgeous um, I don't know, bags and cars. Yung parang, you really see them thriving. So you think to yourself na parang, oh, why am I not like that? And what do I have to do to get to that point? You know? Parang I read some articles about the concept of burnout and why people constantly find the need to overwork. And um, something I read from The Atlantic explains it a bit better. So you know naman how a lot of the societal behaviors we have right now, a lot of it comes from how our ancestors were or the habits our ancestors formed before so this article said that societally we are taught to revere and strive for hard work so you might be working excessive hours or you might feel as if you are suffocating under the weight of demands on your time and body but that labor will always fall short of the hard work of someone else and many of our preconceptions of hard work are still rooted in an agra- mag- ano, my agrarian God. in an agrarian or industrial mindset so um to labor outside in a way that taxes the body is considered good noble or even patriotic so i think it's two things right so parang one is that we have this preconception that Mm-mm. someone who looks tired or feels like they're overworked is someone who is worthy or of value or like as this article mm. said is doing patriotic work wow um and then also uh, something that uh, jumped at me is that there's always that um, need to compare. So, parang mm-hmm. if you're not like this person who mm-hmm. people see as like a good worker, then you are then invaluable as a person. So, parang how what happened with me is that um, I had this notion that being in a constant motion of work is what made me worthy or valuable, and rest be- then becomes the antithesis of worthiness so it was like this constant conversation of if i'm not doing enough am i doing anything at all Mm. yeah you know um something that elise said to me as i was having one of my usual sunday rants yeah that made me really think about how my mindset currently is is that she said what if there's actually nothing now we're meant to be doing um what if we're just supposed to try and experience what we want to do, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, parang napaisip lang din ako na parang, yeah, I think the entire time, I was looking at it in a very toxic lens na parang, grind yourself to the ground and that's when you're going to feel like you're enough. Oh my God! Ooh! Ano <laughs> When will my reflection show who I am ba? Is that the right song? I know. Isn't that yung parang yung sa Greatest Showman, yung Towers of Gold, da 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 Ay, I guess that makes... I'm thinking of like, ano, yung man, I'll make a man out of you. Okay. Parang that one, no? Ta- uh, you know what? You know what? I give up. Mr. I'll <laughs> make a man out of you. Diba? Parang, so what is a man? Meaning, Hindi, like, parang, someone who's good at... Alam mo, feeling ko tama yung unang song mo. Reflection. Like... Kasi diba, it was about like a lot of pressures. Uh-uh. And then it's like, is it her? Like uh-uh. the pressure from family, uh-uh. from her ancestors to marry, like it's all on her, but is it her? So, yeah. You know what? <laughs> we, we kind of went to a tangent. <laughs> Let's go back. Okay, sige. So, Ikaw ba, Steph, ano thoughts mo doon? I feel like what you're saying is that, um, you know, your values shouldn't be tied to your work, right? Yes. But if I or may at least, offer, yeah, oh, offer, offer if away. I may offer the other side of that coin, personally, I feel that my worth is still pretty much tied to my work. 
But I think the difference I would like to iterate is um, I feel value in my work, but not in my busyness. Mm. Like, I'm not like, oh, I'm so tired, I'm doing so much, and therefore, I feel value. Mm. I like what I'm doing. I think it makes people happy, and people find value in it, and therefore, I find value in my work. <gasps> That's amazing. So it's like more of the output than parang the R's that you're putting into whatever you're outputting. Yeah, because yeah. for me, ah, like um, you know how people say na work should be a tool to live your best life. Mm-hmm. But if you don't enjoy your work, that takes up so much of your life, Mm-mm. you know. That's so true. I would rather choose the work that I truly, truly enjoy Mm-mm. because I'm doing so much of that for my life, and for me, that's the best life Mm-mm. to choose this work that gives you passion, that gives you purpose. Yeah, and for me. I think uh, at this very this current step, this twenty twenty two step, um, I feel like my life path really is to be a designer. I feel like it's something that I'm skilled at, Mm-mm. something that gives value to the world, and something that reflects on my values. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does, and I think it answers the same articles question really nicely and it's an answer that it's a it's a question that I myself couldn't answer but parang hearing you talk about it I feel like parang that's the right mindset to have basically they ask who would you be if work was no longer the axis of your life and I think you as a designer doesn't really tie you into work per se it's like a way of living na for you and it just so happens yeah. that the output that you do um, sorry that the work you do ties into that kind of core identity that you have I like what you said, mm. your way of living. You know? yeah. Because I think most of the problem lies in the fact that we let life happen to us a lot. But, you know, if we learn to live intentionally, mm-hmm. live life by design, mm-hmm. I really think we'll find the path we're meant for. Yeah. You know? And I remember you said a while ago something about how you felt that loving what you do was only reserved for the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. I used to feel the same. Until I became one, one of, of them. them. I hate you for it. Thank you. And you know what the secret Burn at the stake. Oh, what the secret. What Burn- is the secret? <laughs> From burnout to burning passion to burn at the stake. <laughs> but mm. let me tell you guys a secret. It's something... It's not for the lucky ones. It's for the brave ones. <gasps> and to be honest, I wouldn't be here uh, if the pandemic hadn't happened. I mm. feel like the pandemic just really gave me no options but to jump. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did. Because yes. This is better. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. I hope I come to a point where I find. I, well, I think I th- I'm taking the first brave step. I know you will. This may sound a bit too optimistic, but I do think we always get to what we're meant to get Mm-mm. to, you know? That's true. And I feel like you're meant for greatness. <gasps> Thank you. I've been advocating for you to quit since I know. 2021. <laughs> In the 2020 pala eh. Parang, like, like a few months after you. Because I remember parang when you had you found your stride in Filas. You were yeah. like, come hither, Julia. Come hither. It's better. I think you come to the dark side. You know, dark side. But parang, you know. To the light. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad. I'm so proud of you for taking that oh, thank you. brave step. It was a no, it, lot of parang back and forth. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just indecisive as a person in general. So it took me longer yeah. to finally like say, yes, I'm going to do it. But I don't think you're indecisive. I think you're just very cautious. Very, yeah. Well, cautious isn't bad, eh. Pero, you know, you've written everything out na. Mm. Like, no other option. Mm. At least, sigurado ka sa decision mo. That's true. No regrets. Yes, no, no regrets. regrets. So anyways, back to why I felt like I got burnt out. So, diba, I talked about this internal pressure to hustle, Mm-mm. which eventually came out as bad working habits that amplified during the pandemic yes oh. exactly mm. oh, oh. well the lucky employees um, who were allowed to work from home mm. um what yes i was one of those but i was one of the lucky there i was one of the lucky employees who was able to work from home but i feel like for me kasi that caused a lot more problems that it did parang I, I don't know solutions Mm-mm. but basically um, what happened with me is so I didn't I developed bad working habits and then on top of that I also didn't have a good sense of boundaries when it came to my personal and 
our work life. So, when when the work from home setup happened, kasi di ba when you have an office to go to, the time before you leave the house and the time you get you get home from work is para outside office na. You don't think about work anymore. Like, you try not to bring in all the stress um, and problems of work to your home because there's a clear de- delineation. Mm-mm. And I think this is something that a lot of people have had problems with is how do you set clear boundaries between um, your work and your personal life when you're doing both in one area which is basically your house. Mm-mm. So, parang what happened for me is when I'd wake up, I just go straight to my laptop, start working, and then I close my laptop like an hour before I slept. So, parang aside from finding the constant need to work, I also didn't develop, but I wasn't able to create good boundaries between my resting period and then my working hours. Yeah, tapos hindi ka pa nagrest ng Sunday. My God. Exactly, exactly. Ay, I mean, it's a lot of my fault talaga. It's, it's a twenty four seven thing. <laughs> exactly. Wala yung seven eleven sa girl. <laughs> so yun. So it's just an amalgamation of different things like um, the constant pressure and then not being able to find a healthy, sustainable way to work and still enjoy life outside of work. You know. Ikaw ba, Steph? How, how was your work-from-home situation? Especially since you were kind of going freelance during that time. Well, it certainly took a while before mm. I really gained my footing. Like, I... I had days wherein it was just, like, weird. Like, oh no, when do I start working? Yeah. But, you know, right now, I think... Um, honestly, work from home is the best yeah. for me. Oh, pray tell. Because there are no boundaries. Mm. And therefore, I took that opportunity to make my own. Ooh. So, I actually get this a lot. Na my friends think I'm a workaholic. But friends, I swear I am not. Um, because there are times I work on the, the weekends. I go to... Uh, sometimes I go to a client on Sundays. Sometimes Saturdays. And sometimes, ano, um, 9 p.m. may meeting ako. Mm. And people always think na, damn, Steph, you work too hard. Those those times are sacred. But the thing is kasi, I've adopted the habit of working like a lion, you mm-hmm. know? Rather than force myself to work 9 to 5, I work when I feel like working. I work when there's this creative juice flowing and I just keep it going and going. Mm. And also yun, I don't mind working on weekends kasi minsan walang traffic pag ano eh. That's true. Sunday and stuff. Mm. And it's not like I don't get to get a break in the middle of the week. Sometimes Wednesday, okay, I'm not gonna work. Or today, today's Friday, but I'm not working. Mm. And I think that's, for me, is the balance of my life. Eh? Like, for me, work is, chamber work is still work, but I love what I do. So it doesn't feel much like work, and it's my way of life. Mm-mm. I just work when I feel like working, and take a rest when I want to. And I hear a lot now from my friends na, oh my god, I need a vacation. I want a vacation. I need, uh, you know, I need rest. And for me, I'm just like, I realize that I don't have those thoughts because I'm always just resting when I want to. Mm. I'm always just stopping when I want to. You know, it's consistent. I'm still working, definitely, but I don't think I'm a workaholic. And I think this is a system that works for me. It's not a system that works for everyone, definitely. But for me, this is what's working. And as Jill has said, um, mm-hmm. I look pretty happy. Yeah. I, you know what I realize? I think people like having control of their own time. Yeah. And I think parang your example perfectly shows that, that mm-hmm. having control of your own time, but not necessarily na you just not do anything, but you're able to function within a schedule that works yeah. for you. Works Works for me. Works for you. Yeah. Um, and I think what happened to me is I felt like I lost sense of all control na. Like, but I just let the work take over my life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So don't be like me, guys. Be like Steph. Aw, I would just like to give a shout out to David. David always says, we don't, you know, we don't work to earn money. Mm. We earn the money to gain more free time. That's mm-hmm. what we just want. Eh? We just want exactly. more time for ourselves. Exactly. Mm-mm. Yeah. Or at least time to do the things that we want to do. Yeah. And... For me, ah, if it's work that you always feel the need to take a vacation from, you're not enjoying it. Mm. But right now, it's just nice. It's just nice to live this life that I don't feel the need or the want or mm. the desire to take a vacation from. Because I am genuinely enjoying my life right now. Like, 
um, the mini hangouts with friends at cafes, the, you know, recording this podcast, doing some of my passion projects. I think this is what life's about, eh? you know, just having time to do the things you want, mm. you know? Yeah. Mm-mm. And having the finance to be able to. Yeah. Oh, it. I forgot about the important part. Yeah. <laughs> Money is what makes the world go, go round, round, people. <laughs> Don't the forget that. Yeah. yeah. So how did you realize that you were burnt out and, you know, there's no coming back from that? Yeah. Okay, so I think this is something that I picked up from at one of Adam Grant's podcast episodes. Um, sure, parang when you say you're burnt out, diba. A lot of people ask, like, are you really burnt out? Are you just, or are you just really extremely stressed? Because, parang burnout feels like an end. Eh. Parang it's like it's like you're saying you're like not naman dead. Pero parang gets mo ba? Like it's a a very extreme state. Yeah. Um. So he asked. He he asked the same question. Then I was thinking about it, and I think the difference is stress is an inevitable part of human existence. Um, alam mo naman na parang in everything and anything we do, Mm-mm. we can never say na we'll never feel stressed. I mean, even if like you right now in free spaces, you're extremely happy. Like you've mentioned, of course, there will be moments where you feel stressed, right? So it's very inevitable. But I feel like burnout is not inevitable. Like if you're able to sense check it na, um, you can find ways to prevent yourself from reaching that end. Um, and I guess basically burnout is more of an accumulation of stress. I like this word without any catharsis. Ooh. So, uh, kasi I feel like the stress kept piling on, but because I didn't have any outlet for it, um, so it just continued piling on until I just couldn't anymore. Like I was just like zeroed out, man. Oh no. Um, sure, I still did my work. Pero para alam mo yung within yourself, you're, you're like, dead inside. Yes, you're I was just inside. like a functioning zombie inside. Yeah. And my company wasn't horrible, ah. Like they they tried to find ways to help with uh to help employees cope with the stress of the pandemic and then make sure that their mental health is well taken care of. Pero as I've mentioned, it's just like a lot of bad habits that. I didn't recognize. Kasi I kept telling myself na, eh, you know, everybody goes through this. So parang hindi ko na siya napigilan until hindi ko na nakayanan. And I guess for me, like the one clear thing that made me say na parang, oh, I am burnt out, is that I reached a point where I kept having unexplained extreme exhaustion. Mm. It was crazy stuff, like really crazy. Like we may kind of test to this, like there would be times in a day when I would just be like, I'm exhausted. And it, it's a type of exhaustion where my entire body feels cold. It's weird, eh? You know, eh, na parang talagang exhausted ka na. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like mentally or physically. It's like my entire soul was exhausted. And of course, the other things like lack of motivation, you're starting to dread work, you have endless anxiety, and then you have feelings of inadequacy and hopelessness. Unlike you, diba, parang you said that you were very hopeful for the future. Yeah. Parang ako, I couldn't see like why I'm still where I am. Like, <gasps> yeah, I did. Oh, good. But true talaga. Like, mm-hmm. parang, hindi ko na mahanap yung value of the work that I was doing or the path. It, it's not to say because the company Mm-mm. didn't have a career path for me. It's just that because I felt so drained, I couldn't see where I was going anymore. Ganun siya. Mm. So, I think those were the para most um, obvious symptoms for me. And I think that's what generally people who are burnt out would say then. Um, so, you know, if you are st- if you feel like you're starting to feel those symptoms, I think it's you know, better to check within yourself because you don't want to get to a point where you feel like you've burnt out. Na. It's very hard. It's yeah. very hard to pull yourself out from it. Yeah. So, so syempre, with mm-hmm. all of that being said, the next step, well, you know, what I did was yeah. I just decided to resign. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a decision uh, I just got from thin air or parang was very um, spontaneous or out of the blue. Like, I really thought about it. I thought yeah, about, thought my... about it for two years. Yeah. Hindi <laughs> 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 naman, mga one for those listening, hindi naman 2020. But parang, syempre, the thought is always there, yeah, right? Yeah, that's but true. I guess it got aggravated lang during 2021. And then, um, syempre, it comes with prioritizing what's important to you then. Like, uh, am I willing to suffer a bit more because... Um, I need to take care of finances or 
is finance is not an issue for me so I'd rather just focus on my mental health and then at the end of the day I just decided na para my mental health is really something na mm-hmm. I wanna um, prioritize and that means having to leave um, work because I guess being an anxious person I've come to realize then that work has been one of my major triggers unfortunately so knowing all of that um, I just I just came to the decision I think it's best for me um to leave work and then of course syempre, when i raised this to management a lot of them reached out to me and parang i guess try to understand where i was coming from then and something that my vp said um and also something that you said that is something that i've lost and hope to regain during this time of unemployment is things that truly nourish me um and so it's something that my vp has mentioned because he he has shared then that he went through the same problem as me. Yung number out, tapos mm-hmm. um, nabaon niya na sobra sa niya, and he lost a lot of the things that he was passionate about. Um, which is what, what I guess uh, made him feel like he wasn't passionate about what he was doing anymore. Because you know, as, as you've mentioned, sometimes work is just work, right? And you have to find things that make you happy outside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, parang how he said it, which made me think about it a bit more than is um, when you're happy with things outside of work, eventually it will seep into your own work na rin. Diba? Yeah. Parang, parang nag-overflow na lang din siya sa work. It becomes um, unconscious na lang. That feeling of happiness, that feeling of parang, oh, I'm doing something fulfilling with my life. So yun, so during this time of unemployment, uh, I really want to make sure that I restart old hobbies or find new fashion, fashions, passions, and something, sorry, I keep quoting the article, but I think kasi madami silang like good um, yeah. insights um, that they've shared. And one of the things that resonated with me um, is that r- right now, our reality is uh, we don't prioritize these activities and these activities meaning like things that fulfill you outside of work because we keep seeking ways to optimize ourselves as workers or as valuable employees, right? That we stop actually prioritizing ourselves and what we truly, really want. So now that I don't have that need to please uh, business or parang management, right? I mm. want to like fi- take this time to really recenter myself and re figure out ne eh. reconfigure it ne 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 reset ne 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 may riba uh oh restart parang find out again refine <laughs> <laughs> this time to find out what it is that ignites that passion again with me. Alam mo, like, what Aside you said. Aside from my relationships. Wow! wow. Baka yun yung re-relationship. Wow! wow. <laughs> Alam mo, what you said in that mm. article really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Yung, yun nga, like, we optimize ourselves to be the best workers. Yes. But you know what I realized na something I've been doing in my life is I'm optimizing everything in my life. Work is not at the center of my life. Mm. It's my life. And work is one way of making it really great. Mm-mm. And I don't know. I, I guess I just like to point that out now. Yes, let's optimize our lives. Yeah. Let's live our lives intentionally. True. Live our lives by design. And true, true. once you have a plan of where you want to go, who you want to be, I think everything else just follows. Eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Side cuento lang. Um, before my actual resignation, the my company was gracious enough to offer me an extended leave. Na mm-hmm. parang, oh, baka you just need yun nga, time off yeah. um, from work kasi you've been overworking yourself to, I don't know, just like, you know, chill out, mm-hmm. you know. Pero parang, again, the article said, and I think it's it's something that I experienced, which is why I finally decided to parang just really resign. Um, sometimes, taking a break is just a temporary band-aid. Um, she compares it to using a bucket to empty water out of a sinking ship. So it's still sinking, right? And you have sometimes you just have to do more than just occasionally take the water out. So parang for me, because that was the problem. Like, okay, I could take this extended break, um, have time to relax, recharge. But knowing that I have work to go back to is something that will always that is something that stayed at the back of my mind and parang still brought me a bit of anxiety. Kasi diba, like, imagine thinking, okay, two, two, I'll be off of work two weeks. But within that two weeks, a lot of work will pile up. Mm-hmm. So when I come back, it's gonna be even worse. So, 
um, how I decided is that I think I really need to take a break without any of the external responsibilities of work and just like really have that refreshed mindset Mm-mm. to focus on thinking about things that I want to do without having to feel like there's something that I have to come back to pa. Parang ganun. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that mm. did. So yun. Pero syempre, it was hard. Like, yeah. I felt a lot of guilt Mm-mm. um when I decided to resign. Alam mo yun, clean slate siya eh. Yeah, oh. Pero yun, I felt guilty lang din, Steph. Parang, syempre, like, ano, not a lot of people have the privilege to say na parang, oh, I'm gonna like just take a break yeah. to discover myself. Like who has? I mean, who says that? Alam mo yon. Parang apparently we do. <laughs> <laughs> but yon something that my cousin told. Something that my cousin told me. Shout out to Jenica. I don't know if she's listening to this episode. Pero para something she said that helped me reframe my way of thinking was that um, what's wrong about taking advantage of this privilege that I have? Especially if it's a priv- if, if it's something that doesn't harm anyone naman around. It's a disservice to me and to my parents who allowed me to even have this parang ability to be existential and like think about what I really want to re- to do in life. Yeah. Alam mo, I always say this then to my accountability buddies mm-hmm. that you know, bring honor to our ancestors. Like we wouldn't be here if not for them. So I think I owe it to them, you know, to live my best life because True. they paved the way for us to afford to dream. Because <gasps> when it was them, you know, all they thought of was to survive, for their next generation to survive, for there to be a next generation. And then I'm glad na parang you know, I don't know parang we owe it to them eh, you know that's to true. dream that's true oh to we do owe it that they were never given the ability to do yeah because they thought of they thought of their future offsprings they thought of their future generations mm. when they were toiling away oh my god wait sorry I got a flashback about our like Phil Chai episode mm-hmm. that was my favorite. Shout out to our ancestors, you know. <laughs> Thank you for giving us this life because this is not, for me, uh, this level of comfort is not something you can reach in a generation. Mm. It spanned, well, it's it, true. You know, my family, it spanned like what, four generations? Mm-hmm. Because as we said before in our Phil Chai episode, or Chai Phil pala. Um, oh my god, yeah! Yeah! Whale shark. The whale, yeah. Oh. It's a whale. But basically, um, we wouldn't. Our ancestors came here with only the clothes on their back. They didn't come here rich. So to be able to afford this comfort, to be able to dream, is something that took generations. And yun nga, who are we to not use this? To not utilize this in the most. Um, anun? Um, to not utilize it. Uh, sulitin ano yung sulit mm. sa English maximize yes uh-huh. who are we to not maximize the capacity the potential our ancestors planted mm. for us oh thanks now I feel better about my decision thank you ancestors thank you ancestors kaya pala si Mulan always asking ancestors for like advice mm. we should do that yeah. probably but it's not like they can speak back to us though we can hear it in the wind wakawagtasvigla <laughs> 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 Together, ah. Eh? we should karaoke, na. That's true. That's true. That's true. We should. Mm-mm. I guess the reason why I felt so strongly about discussing this is I feel like it's a topic. These are topics that are not, not really normalized yeah. in day-to-day conversations. And the reason I say this is because, um, I remember during my send-off or despedida, parang a lot of the people were saying na they felt proud of me for choosing to resign for my well-being. And um, as happy I am um, that they think of me as brave for doing this, I just felt a bit weird then um, hearing that because, you know, you don't tell someone that you're proud of them when they say that they're resigning to find uh, a job that will pay more, diba? Parang mm. lang naman din siya. Like, I just want to leave um, to be able to do, to be able to take care of myself. And ayun la, I think it's a reflection then of our culture 
um, where things like anxiety and burnout aren't as normalized in conversation, na parang mm-hmm. lumalabas na lang siya pag sumasabog na yung tao. Yeah, yeah. Not to say na sumasabog ako, pero parang mm, get it at the... It just comes out when it's at the very edge of the cliff na and yeah. you know, someone's about to jump already. Um, pero parang I think if these things were discussed more normally, then parang people would find ways to make an environment better for you. Ganun. Ayun. Totally agree. Yeah. Mm-mm. So those are my thoughts about my burnout. And nice to hear about your burning passion. It's okay. You'll you'll find your passion. I hope so. Yeah. And until then, I'll just be inspired by you. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. I'm shy not to learn. So, you know, Steph, so since unemployed na ako, yeah, it's a new hurdle that I have to overcome. Kasi syempre, uh, I don't know, the feeling of the unknown can also trigger anxiety, right? Because mm. it's not like I came out of employment with a very clear plan in mind that yeah. I'm gonna go do this, this, and that. It's still very parang up in the air, ganyan. So, syempre, I'm, I'm worried um, na baka... Syempre, there's this pressure I put on myself din na... na of course, I have to utilize this time mm-hmm. uh, to better myself, to parang better understand myself, ganyan. But something I saw on Instagram by Morgan Harper Nichols, um, she said that, you know, you don't have to wait until you get to the other side to exhale. You don't have to wait until you finally see how it all works out in order to loosen your shoulders and breathe, you know. You need to know that you are worthy of peace right here in the in-between. So, I guess right now, kasi I'm in my in-between. And... Mm-hmm. I guess at the end of it all, and if there's any one of you who are in, in the same situation as me, yeah. parang, just give yourself a bit of grace na you thought about leaving, you have your reasons to do so. So as you're in this time of your life, just like, as you said, just be more present mm. and enjoy your day-to-day. And I'm sure I'll figure it out. I'll update the podcast if ever I do. I'm sure you will too. Next episode, seven months later. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I'm sure you will. But if I can just say, I also feel like I'm in between mm, things. Really? Yeah, I really do. But to be honest, I really enjoy this time. I really enjoy the in-between. Because for me, uh, it's it's always nice to feel like I have something to look forward to. But to know that the path behind me is great, you know? Mm. Like, I think I've walked... Um, a precarious trail. Mm-hmm. I've accomplished those hurdles. It's great. And I like where I am now. But there's always something to look forward to. There's mm. always a next step. There's always a next problem. And I really think this is a good space to be in. You know? like It's like with Sisyphus and his rock. There's always something. Because like if he didn't have his rock, then who would he be? That's true. Not Sisyphus, that's for sure. He'd yeah. just be like he random be in- dude. <laughs> And you know what? Like for me then, um, just trust the process. Mm. You know, plans are great. Goals are great because, you know, that's what gets us from now to then. But I think most importantly, we have to be able to adapt. You know, it's not about the goals and the planning. You know, it's about adaptation and growth. Embracing change instead of trying to hold yourself to mm-hmm. the past ideas of you. Because, you know, we always know more now. Mm-hmm. We're always growing. And I like that, the past ideas of you. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, as long as we're growing, it's a great place to be. The wow! Yeah. yeah. It is a great place to be. Mm-mm. That's nice. That's a nice way to leave this podcast off on. Yes, I think so too. Wow, so many nuggets of wisdom na today. And can I just say... Um, no, you cannot. Hey! <laughs> Meaning... <laughs> um, actually, what I wanted... I wanted to ask something, which is... Um, you feel this certain anxiety in this new world you're embarking on. This new journey. But aren't you excited for it? I actually yeah, really am. I yes. think that, that's, that's actually one of the questions. I think you also asked me this. And a lot of parang... Um, work friends have also asked me. Because, of I would be... Parang, I made my decision. Yeah. But I'd be like, am I doing the right thing? And then they'll always ask me, are you excited for the days that will come after you leave work? And I'll always say yes. And then they'll always tell me, na parang, oh, yung pala yung sagot eh. 
Yeah. You know naman na you were looking forward to the days ahead na. So, yeah. So, I'm excited for 20. Yeah, so... And I'm the t- other projects that we're on. Ooh, ooh, no, no, no. Ooh, yeah, we have something cooking up. <laughs> Taylor Swift, whom so many Easter <laughs> eggs in this... <laughs> but yeah, for me, if you're excited about it, that's mm. a good thing, you know? You're definitely gonna be uncomfortable, but that's where you grow. That's true. Growth. We're gonna grow, grow, grow. Yay! 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 Good comeback. Season 3, episode 2. Yes. We're gonna be consistent now, yes. I think. Yes. I hope. Yes. I pray. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope uh, no, our listeners still stay with us and enjoy yung chikahans natin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So look forward to the next episode. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How do we usually end these things? I forgot. It's been so long. I think we just say goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye.